0: Back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 304, and we begin with number twenty-three, forty-six. Charity is the form of all the virtues. Under its influence, chastity appears as a school of the gift of the person. Self-mastery is ordered to the gift of self. Chastity leads him who practice it to become a witness to his neighbor of God's fidelity and loving kindness. The virtue of chastity blossoms in friendship. It shows to disciple how to follow and imitate him, who has chosen us as his friends, who has given himself totally to us and allows us to participate in his divine estate. Chastity is a promise of immortality. Chastity is expressed notably in friendship with one's neighbor. Whether it develops between persons of the same or opposite sex, friendship represents a, cre- a great good for all. It leads to spiritual communion. All the baptized are called to chastity. The Christian has put on Christ the model for all chastity. All Christ's faithful are called to lead a chaste life in keeping with their particular states of life. At the moment of his baptism, the Christian is pledged to lead his effective life in chastity. People should cultivate chastity in the way that is suited to their state of life. Some profess virginity or consecrated celibacy, which enables them to give themselves to God alone with an undivided heart in a remarkable manner. Others live in the way prescribed for all the moral law, whether they are married or single. Married people are called to live conjugal chastity. Others practice chastity incontinence. There are three forms of the virtue of chastity. The first is that of spouses, the second that of widows, and the third that of virgins. We do not praise any one of them to the exclusion of the others. This is what makes for the richness of the discipline of the church. Those who are engaged to marry are called to live chastity and continence. They should see in this time of testing a discovery of mutual respect, an apprenticeship and fidelity, and the hope of receiving one another from God. They should reserve for marriage the expressions of affection that belong to married love. They will help each other grow in chastity. Father Larry.
1: Okay, so here we go, uh, sort of moving on uh, with chastity and and um and basically this point is making is that uh chastity is really an, it's a manifestation of true love and uh and it's really uh it appears as it says as a school of the gift of person right the gift of self and self-mastery is ordered the gift of self i mean if we o- have ownership of our sexual faculties we're able to give ourselves to others more freely and and also to show true love to them right that's that's the point is that it is? It's you cannot divorce, um, you know, chat, you know, uh, sexuality from love, right? And that the, 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 and chastity is is a really a true manifestation of true love for person and oneself, um, and but it, it starts off is that it blossoms in true friendship, you know, where it says this, it shows the disciple how to follow and imitate him who has chosen us as friends, right? Jesus, um, had was friends with the disciples, with the apostles, right. And, uh, and, and also he had many encounters with women, but it was always in a very beautiful way to help them and heal them. And um, he had many friends and also female friends uh, that he, that he helped. And, um, and I think too, is that uh, I guess the question is, you know, uh, can, can people, can people be friends without benefits <laughs> is, the, is the question. And like, unfortunately, like I, some people just can't prove and not to be able to do that. And it's, that means there's sort of a, a lack of a lack of love there a lack of uh, you know uh you know just sort of uh, the capacity have true friendship um you know i mean that is, but but i also find that people that don't have a lot of friends probably also uh, will, will struggle a little bit with their sexuality too because a person needs to be loved and um and i find especially with young people when you have events you know like a lot of good uh, wholesome social events. It it helps them live the virtue of purity and chastity. Uh, just having, you know, encounters with other people and and fun and fun and and, and just wholesome ways. It just helps, you know, but when a person gets isolated, it kind of can lead to some problems. And, uh, but then it goes on and says that all the baptized are called the chastity. And it says, basically, you know, uh, this is everyone, whether you're single, you're married, people as, you know, uh, you know, Heterosexually, you know, heterosexual or homosexual inclinations, everyone is called to be chaste. Okay. That's it's it's not like, you know, I mean, a married person has to live chastity in their own way too. So it's not like anyone is, you know, uh, free from this, this, this virtue that we all are all baptized are called to live this this virtue. All right. And so it basically talks about that people should cultivate chastity that's suited to their life. And it starts with virginity and the consecrated celibacy which enables them to give themselves to God alone with an undivided heart. And, you know, I myself am a priest and, um, and I have taken the promise of celibacy. And that, that also means that I am not to be involved with anyone sexually, um, at all. Uh, but it's, 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 it's not, uh, I'm not saying that sex is bad. It's just taking that gift and sort of giving that to God so that I can focus on the bride, the church and have an undivided heart for God. It's, it's just a, it's a sacrifice that that celibates we celibates make, you know, so that we're able to be like Christ and always, but also to to spread the, the kingdom of God, you know, uh, which we we are able to do because of our celibacy. We're able to you know uh, run two parishes and go to a college and a high school at uh, once and not worry be worried about coming home for dinner, you know. That that we're able to love with an undivided heart. Not all people are called to celibacy, but we're called to complete continence. Okay. Uh, and then there's, there's, it goes on to say, then there's uh, those that are married, right? And so those that are, are married uh, are, are called to live conjugal chastity. And, and that means that uh, we'll get to that more later, but, you know, obviously that uh, when they get married, that, that all sexual activity is, is with each other, you know, which is a holy thing, open to life, which we'll get to later. A uh, person's not supposed to use contraception and things like this with a marriage, because that would um, sort of. Uh, deny what marriage is what the sexual act is for um and and also that their hearts are for one another right In, in in a sense not to drift from this this uh this this uh this relationship, you know, I remember once, you know, I think a priest said, you know, what's the difference between a priest and a married man? One woman, <laughs> you know, is the forsake all others for one woman. And it, it's true, and people would chuckle, but that's the truth. I mean that that is there, it, there's an effort need needed on a, a married man's part and a married woman's part. You know, in other words, that they have to focus on each other, and uh, and it's a beautiful thing, um, not without not without struggles at times, and then finally those who are engaged to be married. Now, this is now, this is important today because we live in such a culture of cohabitation. You know, unfortunately, I, not so much. I haven't experienced it too much down here. But in previous parishes, I mean, almost every single couple that came into my office, you know, for marriage, were already living together, you know, and um, you know, in a sense, like I mean, and they'll they'll say oh it's for financial reasons okay whatever but but you know here's the thing it's like you know it, it's just it's it's like that patience to wait till marriage is something that people have lost and that you know that when you're when you're engaged to be married that you know you're not you know even though even though you're promising each other to get, and you probably more than likely will get married you still have not received that covenant from god right to to be uh, and it, it is I mean sexuality is a right for married people you have a right to that act it's a it's a marital right but that there has to be that bond where you you've been you're sanctioned by God that you know this we made these promises uh you know uh, you know for better for worse for sickness to put to death to his part and I and I think one of the things too I mean if you're if you're single right now if I could give you one piece of advice don't move in with your fiance all right don't move in with your girlfriend before marriage it just I mean, even social uh, statistics will say, you know, in, um, you know, in, you know, sociology, within things like sociology, uh, and this is not church teaching, uh, the, the, the amount of divorce and, and after marriage for those who cohabitated uh, prior to marriage, it's like 85% end up divorced. I mean, it's just, it's, it's but the, 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 the opposite is also true. Those that do not live together prior to marriage, like the divorce rate is way down. You know, and I think there's, there's, there's sort of, there's a, def, a definite correlation because this idea like, well, we're going to you know test the waters out first and see if we're compatible. Well, if you have to test the waters, I don't think you're sold. There's something not right about that relationship. And I think once you find out, you're like, well, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, uh And then there's a backup plan. Remember in marriage is no backup plan, right? They, you know, when you, when you get married, it's still life, but that's not what's happening. I think part of it is people are not preparing well for marriage. And part of the preparation for marriage is, is cultivating the virtue of chastity, you know, and I just, one final anecdote. I remember once I had a couple and I, I, uh, you know, he was not Catholic and she was, and, you know, I, and, you know they were living together and i explained that you know she had to go to confession before she went to communion i said he just i don't go to communion i mean you're if you're living this way. and she me you know, said i that's fair enough i understand that i explained you know and um and then um i kind of pulled him side and, and i said hey you know you're gonna move you're gonna move out and and he did and they they uh they separated and um i got a letter from from uh her and it was basically thanking me, and she said, you know what, he really changed, and he really began to express uh, love in ways that are just really beautiful, and he started sacrificing himself for me and really preparing himself well for marriage. And I, she says, I, I now understand why the church teaches that, you know, you wait till marriage and and i thought yeah why because you know it's it's uh you know sex is a part of marriage but it's it's there's a lot more to marriage <laughs> than that there's a lot of a lot of sacrifices and self-denial that that help that and and i think it's not i mean if, if sex was that great then why there's so many divorces right i think because it's a it's a part of the equation and it's not an end in itself right but uh, but I also find people that you know live this virtue prior to marriage have very strong marriages and and but not to be look if you're listening to this podcast and you know you've had a maybe a jaded history with your sexuality not to not to you know please don't despair because so many people and many saints have you know given themselves to God and decided to chasten and they just they just picked up and lived beautiful lives and their marriages got better and you know or they they gave up whatever saint augustine is an example of this you know he lived a very promiscuous life and he's living with a girl and a child of wedlock and became one of the greatest saints right but he he and he struggled a lot with this you know he said god give me chastity but not yet in the confessions you know and but then when he decided to do it what happened he just started really uh finding self-mastery and finding love